Yeah, it's too late for that. Yeah, you stuck now. Hey, man. Um, Ronaldo, I want to tell you thank you. Thank me for... Hmm? For? You've been wearing fucking sweaters oh, for the I last three months, and I now you. you brought one over. I told you. Yeah. Manifested. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dummy. Yeah. <laughs> you did. What now? is good, party people? It's Tequila Top Grill. We are back at it once again. I am Core. We got my dog, Ronaldo, and my dog, Tanisha, is here. Well, well, well. We still can't get them high fives right. I one did day. it. I lifted one my day. hand this time. There we, we go. go. Oh, hey, we got a special guest in the house today. My man, Brandarius. Johnson. Come on, come on, come on. He is an author and a social entrepreneur. entrepreneur. <laughs> social entrepreneur. Thank you, my brother. Tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. First and foremost, man, I appreciate the opportunity. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Sir. For Welcome. Me here to come Thank you for coming. Course. Yes, thanks for, for sitting down, show. man. But, um, you know, just real quick, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, then growing up, I had the dream that they say 90, 99% of black individuals have to be a, a, a pro athlete. Um, but God had other plans for me. In uh, 2014, June 27th to be exact, my first love died by suicide. And that kind of mm. changed the course of my life for the rest of my life. And yeah. him as an um, author and, so, and social entrepreneur, just on a mission to make a make a living by making a difference. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. All right, man. We'll get into that story in a minute, man. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Um, we got a ritual on here. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to drink with us today, but we take a shot before every episode. Before Corey, we you start. need to bring some water for those who don't drink, okay? You're right. Because you're right. you just be thinking that everybody is not a good host. I'm not a good host today. I got I people. apologize. All right. Those you know who come saying? on here next time, I got the lacrosse water yeah. for y'all. Does nobody spicy want that spicy water? water? It's good. <laughs> spicy water with a hint of watermelon. <laughs> you asked me what I'm sipping oh, on. What are you drinking today? Yeah, we got the uh, strawberry lemonade Texas shine from my boy Montrell at work. Y'all want some of it? Y'all hit me up and I'll put y'all in contact with him. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna start selling it? He sells it, yes. Oh, I didn't know he was selling this to you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just like, I'm, let's get drunk on I'm, Friday. I'm supporting a black owned business at work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I like that, that tastes, better than a pineapple. Yes, that tastes like a Montreal. melted Popsicle. Montreal, that's good, dog. If I, if I was able to keep it, if I was able to keep it cold today, it'd have been even better. But that's really good. You're not taking that home with you today. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. See how they do. And why she say something about their weekend that they did, but I wasn't invited to. Just watch. Okay. Not uh, nope. Not this weekend. <laughs> then I take Brent it back. Darius, how was your weekend, man? Man, I had a great weekend. Uh, you know, just spent some time with the family. Some very much needed reflection time. Mm-hmm. A lot of re- uh, relaxing as well. What about you? Uh, I we had a busy weekend for the pod. Um, mm-hmm. We had a couple different events. We got we had we had the culture fest here. Then Ronaldo was at a trunk or tree representing for the podcast. But we're gonna get into those two things later. Yes, um, sat outside in the backyard, watch movies as I always do. But then I went and saw Black Adam this weekend. Okay. And we not talking about it, so shut it down. <laughs> I will shut it down. I'm not gonna give you no spoiler. Okay, my only spoiler is it's the rock and it's not in the way you think. That's the only spoiler I got. Oh, so he playing something different than when we see him? No, it's not oh. he, what he means is he's a bad guy. You normally see the rock. No, here. that's not even what I mean. It has oh. nothing to do with the rock. The actor. <laughs> but it's the rock. Oh. You, when you see the movie, you'll understand it. You'll be like, huh. Okay. Us 2000s babies will understand the reference. Gotcha. Okay. But um, no, I will give Thank Black you. Adam <laughs> a solid 7 out of 10. Okay. Oh. It is one of the better DC movies 
Oh yeah, yeah it's oh, okay. one of the better DC okay. movies for superhero movies. So it's worth DC's it. DC's coming up, huh? So it's worth it. Yes, like I don't like Batman is DC, but I kind of put Batman in its own in its own realm because they're never gonna mess Batman up. Even though this last one was was kind of whack to me, hey, but it, it was okay. Was pretty good. I like it. But they are going to make sure that Batman franchises, Superman franchises, are. Top tier, but they weren't. That's their staples. I mean, the the Batman versus Superman, I just couldn't. But but yes, but but what I'm saying though, they're going to make sure those are done well to the for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because Aquaman was. Right, was you know what I'm saying. Man. But it was good. That's all he I did. And uh, watched the <laughs> football this weekend on Sunday. Y'all know what I do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? Um, nothing. I did absolutely <laughs> nothing. Nothing. No, literally nothing at all all weekend except for uh, the trunk or treat that I went to. Mm-hmm. Just uh, hung out with the girl all weekend. That was it, man. Oh, she needed that time, didn't she? We just we were just chilling, like literally just chilling around the house. It was a lazy. Saturday until you know we had to go out to the trunk or tree. Yeah. And then Sunday, same thing, man. Just woke up, I cooked breakfast, and we just uh watched TV. Okay. Watch movies. Did all you weekend. cook a gourmet breakfast? Mm, steak and eggs. Oh. Mimosas. Okay. <laughs> See, I knew what the I knew what word to yeah. say because he said mimosas, steak and eggs yeah, for breakfast. Steak, I have mimosas steak on and Sunday. eggs with and then uh, mimosas. I was I, think, I was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do salmon and eggs, but oh. I was like, okay, steak and eggs, and then with the mimosa. I was oh. gonna do avocado toast, but she didn't want. It, I thought so. that was weird. The first time I had salmon for breakfast, but it was so good. It's it was delicious. I was in the Seattle airport and I had it. It was so good. Yeah. It was weird. I thought it was weird, but it was great. No, yeah, never had it. No, it's, oh man, it's, I love salmon. Anyway, I could eat it. You know, like literally. For every meal all day long. <sighs> I love freaking salmon. Yeah. Two or three days, I got to switch it up. Right. Oh, no, man. I eat chicken and steak every day. Bro. <laughs> I love <laughs> steak. I, I've been in my cooking bag the last couple of days. Okay. I made some I made some pot pies this um, couple of days ago. Pot pie? Wow. Pot pie. Pot pie. Oh, yeah, I made a pot pie. I was about to say pot pie chicken. Pot pie chicken. You done hacked the recipe? Uh, I have made the chicken sandwich. Of all the 11 herbs <laughs> I did the chicken sandwich. Or is, from. is that KFC got the 11 herbs? That's, the a, that's KFC. Okay, okay so what the spices is Papa? I don't know. Whatever. No, I, I don't it's know. good. No, I, was, I, had, I made the chicken sandwich from before. But no, man, I've been in, in my cooking bag lately. You know, with the weather kind of getting cooler, you need some of that comfort food to, to kind of stick to you. You know what I'm saying? You only get these last three months to gain a lot of weight because back in January, ah, New Year's resolutions, we got to yeah, get skinny. No, right. bitch, I'm going to eat. <laughs> I did watch Halloween ends. We watched Halloween <laughs> ends over the weekend. What'd you think? Well, it was, I actually kind of liked it, to be honest with okay. you. Okay. Only liked it because, I mean, spoiler, if any of you guys plan care. on seeing Halloween. Don't care. Nope. Um, I liked that they added the other guy. Yes. And I kind of felt like they should have did that a long time ago in order yes. to continue the, the franchise. Story. Exactly. But they, they killed him off, though. But they killed him off. Anyway. So do you think that the movie was predictable? No. Really? I do. No, I, do. I don't think it was predictable because they put the other guy in the movie. Again, spoiler alert: there was a there was a guy in the beginning that accidentally kills a kid at the beginning. Yeah, and everybody hates him. Da da da. And then he ends up flipping out. Michael Myers. I don't even know what season happened in that. He sees into his soul, basically. Yeah, I don't, I don't, he touches. I him. understand. He, yeah. I yeah. resonate with you. Yeah. Kill so, a man. So then he goes around <laughs> killing, killing people. Yeah. 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 At one point, they actually tag team a couple and kill them together. You know what I mean? Brothers. They get into a fight. He steals Michael Michael Myers' mask, and now he's wearing around 
pretending to be Michael Myers. See, I told you this shit wasn't but, going in. But he gets, I told you but that. He gets, no, but he gets caught. He's dead, but he's dead. But no, both of them are dead. Oh. Yeah, both of them are dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dead. Well, I love but you no, know, it wasn't spooky season. I thought, it was, I thought it was a good story, but you know. I'm a big fan of spooky season. Okay. So I, I watched a lot of horror movies this weekend. Yeah. And I saw this movie called Martyrs. It was a remake of, uh, I think, an Italian or Spanish version. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be one of those movies that's like banned in like 12 countries because oh. it's so graphic and whatnot. It wasn't shit, was it? It, it was American, no. <laughs> it wasn't. It was you've like, seen that before. Uh-huh. Yeah. You've, I'm sure you've seen it before. Like, uh, Any just, Saw movie or... Yeah. Hold or, on, or we're not going to talk about Saw because I love Saw. No, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm okay. just saying you've seen yes. people get... But I mean, the first like apart. three Saw movies were really good, but then yeah. they kind of upped the ante because they had different like producers and adding casts and stuff. Did anyone watch the, the Chris Rock one? What was it called? I Spiral? Yes, I did. Is it called yes, Spiral? I did. Yes. And it was amazing. Was it good? Oh yes, my, it you was. Haven't seen it? No, I haven't watched it. Bro. It was a solid eight out of ten. Really? Yes. You seen it? Man, you asked me if I've seen the movie, it's going to be Friday. Oh, man, okay. <laughs> right. so I'm, just, I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah, no. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, I love horror Spiral movies. Was good. Spiral I'm was gonna check really it out this good. Weekend. I'm I, I didn't really like Chris Rock's acting, you know, but, you know, it's, it's Chris Rock so, trying so, to be a serious role, so. And he played in a TV show, Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do they do a different season, a different topic every season. Oh, so so it's, it's different a, actors every season. Anthology series or whatever. Kind of, okay. yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. and um, different time periods, different actors every. But he played a serious role in that. He played the hell out of that role. Yeah, now you see him in serious in a serious role, but he played the hell out of that. Yeah. Okay. So what else this weekend? Um, and that's about it for me. Other than watching scary movies and judging them very seriously, mm-hmm. I was just kind of. Upset at the quality of horror movies because I, you know, you. I, I love October. October is my favorite season because mm-hmm. they come out with all the scary movies. I still need to watch the Terrifier, even though I heard my it was a goofy ass movie. Judah but wants it, to see that. I heard it's it was goofy, but it was good. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, the only the movies that I don't watch anymore are like the possessive stuff. So no Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle, yes, but that's that's like that's. Cause that's a series, so I'll finish the series. But anything else, like the last haunting of whatever the hell, Connecticut po- and shit like that. Yeah, the possession of Emily Rose mm-hmm. and shit. Those were the last ones I've seen. But I had like way too many nightmares. Well, and you, so, it, you, so you didn't watch Poltergeist Polter uh-uh. growing up? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, I watched Poltergeist Exorcist. I was like, like I was really big into <laughs> horror movies. Okay, <laughs> Psycho, American the power Psycho, of Christ compels you. All I, of them. I will movies. not watch Poltergeist now to this day. I oh. watched it when I was younger, but I can't. Watch I can't watch it of the corn. Can't watch it anymore. Corn? Children of the Corn. Oh. I can't watch it. Because the first time I watched it, I was in the middle of Texas with some white people in a cornfield. Yep. So, yeah. That'll do it. You yeah. kind of look at them differently. Yeah, I man. swear to God. You know what I'm saying? That thing, get out. The thing with, the thing with <laughs> Poltergeist that got me is when I, you do realize, yeah, they're up. Let's go New England. The, the um, thing that got me with Poltergeist is Football. when you go back and you realize <laughs> that that's, that people were dying post like yeah movie. the movie when it was like wrapping up and some people were having heart attacks it was like they still say it's a haunted film to this day yeah. that a lot of people were di- I think it was like six to eight people mm-hmm. who yeah. died and, then, and that was just the first one then the second one people were dying too and because like they like, filmed it on like a a haunted ground it was a why? Indian burial ground or something like, like why that. do people yeah. fuck with real spiritual shit yeah. like I don't understand that like Ouija boards and all the spooky dookie shit yeah. I can't like 
that I was living with my friend, side note. Um, this was a time that I was like living with my friend and her family and she had a twin brother and sister. They were like 14, 15 at the time and they had a sleepover and they wanted to play. They looked up like games to play around the house, like shit like that. And they were playing like, or looking to play like these haunted games, like, you know, Japanese spiritual games. No. I don't fuck with Japanese and no, their spirits, bro. okay? Because those people, it was like one man hide and seek bro. and like, oh, you put a teddy bear in a bathtub. It was like a fucking ritual. And I'm what like, that, uh, in the house with me? Not, y'all not doing that in here? Absolutely that, that, not. Um, that YouTuber got messed up for being in the suicide force in Japan? Yes. Yo, like, I'm uh, mess- uh, yeah, bro. Jake Paul, right? Jake Paul. Or yeah. Lo- Logan or Jake, one of the brothers. One of the Logan, boys. it was Logan because yeah. he thought it was fucking funny, yeah, and he nah. still posted it. Like, why would you do that when people yeah. are really in that forest, it's like committing suicide? Like, yeah, yeah. and, and then I'll mess yeah. with Hawaiian people in their spirits either, and yep. they believe in. I don't, I don't Mm-mm. mess with people in their spirits at all. Religi- <laughs> like any religious things, I don't believe in going haunted asylums, real haunted houses, baby. I, I watch the the crime story, true crime story on the internet. When you done, right. <laughs> right. not, I don't need to be there. Because I, I'm very susceptible to those things yeah. because I grew up with that stuff, so it's just one of those things. But I love last horror. thing for we for we for we get off of this. Did y'all watch The Watcher yet? No, yeah. but I've heard yeah. about oh, the story. Watch it. Yeah. I know. Watch it this week. I, so I we will. Talk about it. I will. All right. I actually, so I actually saw. Um, uh, oh, Snipes, Snipes, Snipes had posted something yeah. about it, but he posted the actual real information right 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 yeah i read so it up I went on back too. And, and read up on that it was of course they changed things for the movie but mm-hmm. it was still it's still wild it's still right. pretty crazy so real quick brandarius do you have any halloween parties coming up you're going to uh you know just the typical yearly family thing okay are you dressing uh-huh. up that's a good question. <laughs> good question, sir. Time is ticking. You gotta get, get your stuff together, man. I know. They gonna upcharge the shit out of you. You can't return it. What about you, <laughs> Uh Yes, I plan on either going to Gold Spike, like the typical thing, if I can't find nothing else to do. Um, but what are you dressing up as? What's your I, I have two costumes, which I usually do every year. Okay. One is a poison ivy. Mm-hmm. Not the friendly version mm-hmm. and never Pennywise, the, the, never the, the Fremont Street version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not the strip version because I'm not going down there. And uh, Pennywise also not friendly version. Yeah, but it's it's more kid friendly. Okay, it's more kid friendly. Right. So do these outfit changes happen during one night or are these two night? Costume changes. Man, I don't know what I'm gonna do to this to this Halloween because it got cold fast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Thanks, Ronaldo. And, uh, right, welcome. Ronaldo You're was welcome. speaking that into existence every day. He woke up saying, "I want it to be cold." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, it'll be like November first. That's when it changes. That's usually how it happens." Or Halloween night, it'll be kind of cold. It's Surprise. been 60 degrees, yeah. 50 degrees every Seriously. night. And I'm like, oh. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, we, I'm going to wear pasties. Uh, <laughs> geez, <whoa. laughs> no bra got the titties out. Oh, right. I can't wear them in Moving one outfit. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you say get G? Moving <laughs> on. The bra got the titties out. Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. We're, we're going to um, a Halloween party next Saturday. Ooh. We're going as Killing Time. Okay. Yeah. So I'm 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 gonna have my machete, bloody machete, 
shirt with the blood in it, mm-hmm. and she's gonna wear a shirt with a clock. With a clock on it. Yeah. Wow. Y'all look creative. That's her idea. You know what I'm saying? That was her idea. You know what I'm saying? Right. Make sure you got our cards. Yeah. Pass them out at the what bar. About you? <laughs> uh, no, no plans. No plans. I yet. asked like Boop. the other day, and I asked uh, if we were doing anything for Halloween. She was like, no, like. Cause like yeah like obviously like she she likes to do stuff at a time too yeah. like what costume are we looking at She's right like, mm, okay not planning on doing All anything right. I mean okay. costumes were real expensive this year to be honest yeah. but I'll, I'll, probably just, I'll probably just give out candy. I'll probably just give out candy or something I spent a hundred dollars to go still got five things everything expensive guy okay? yeah everything hey real quick before we start our interview with my man Brandarius we are off next week. Um, Tanisha, Tanisha got to play mom or some shit. Apparently, yeah. you got to take the kids to the treat. I got a three-year-old who's going to be Spider-Man. Said, or some shit. He just hate her because he a grandpa now. Apparently, she got to take her kid trick or treat yeah. and shit. Yeah. So we will be off next week. Um, no episode next Monday or Tuesday when it drops. So um, go catch up some old content. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Hey, my man, Brandarius. What is a social <laughs> entrepreneur? Oh, man, the best way I can put it is somebody who aspires to make a difference by making a living. By making a living, making a difference. Okay. Okay. All right. And how are we making well a difference? Said. So, <clears throat> for me, you know, I'm building my framework around the word hope, mm-hmm. which means to help other people evolve. So, to, to put that into a little bit of a framework, okay. I heard Ooh, years back I somebody it, I get said, it. If, uh, to find something <laughs> you love to do, perfect it, then get paid to, get paid to do it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, me personally... You know, as you all have a brand, my brand is Day One Ambition. Mm-hmm. So I like to challenge myself to create merchandise that means something to people. So right. not just something yeah. you're just putting on to wear. Mm-hmm. You feel a certain way when you put it on. Yeah. Like my yeah. stuff is just geared towards encouragement, self-empowerment, um, so things of that nature. But in the big picture, just building myself as a speaker, you know, where I'll be requested to come and speak. Uh, in addition to having products like my book and you know, book. the curriculum yeah. I have. Yeah, let the people see the book real quick. Um. So, <clears throat> and even with, you know, my screen printing company, everything that I'm doing is tied into you mm. know, my efforts to raise awareness for mental health and suicide prevention. Yeah. So for a company to come through my print shop to get their, their merchandise done, they're also giving back to the community because proceeds from that will go back into the movement. Right. Um and let's think about, you know, maybe a school or community that don't have the resources to, to supplement the program. And that's where the print the printing business come in. Mm. Right. So that's okay. the big picture. Yeah. Um, so where did all this come from? It had to start from somewhere. You, you like you know, you, you said earlier you lost your first love. Yeah. Um, did it come from that or what does this all stem from? So I think, you know, that moment that was definitely a pivotal moment and uh you know, I think it was like the the turning point, but you know, that was also the moment where I was able to identify what depression was and okay. what anxiety was. So I think, you know, we may I may personally have probably experienced those things younger as a kid and didn't necessarily know what it was. Yeah. So, you know, that was the event that made me focus on, you know what, this is exactly what you've been feeling. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just paying attention to the people around me. Yeah. Like, you know, in the black community, you know, it's, it's taboo. We don't of talk course, about yeah. mental yeah, health. Of course not. Yeah. So I've been able to just see, you know, from the lens of, of what I've experienced, like, you know what? Depression is real. Mental illness is real. And and uh, I'm, I'm inspired to just talk about it as often as I can because I don't think that every person that's experiencing depression, I don't believe that they all want to die. No. Right. right. You know, we get stressed. We get overwhelmed. So 
you know, it's 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 a big it's a big vision, it's a big mission, and you know, I think I think there's nothing else I'd rather be doing with myself. Right, right. What's uh the book? Uh, I know we just showed it for a second. What um gives? Where did that come from? So the book it was inspired uh, in 2020. I ran 100 miles in 10 days for mental health awareness, and then um, we engaged about 40,000 people, you know, through through those 10 days. Okay. And there were so many people that reached out from everywhere, you know, asking me what my story was. And my brand strategist was like, you know, you got to write your book. I was already working on a book. Maybe it was like, um, I think it was like a hundred little poems or short short thought concepts I have on my phone. And uh, he was like, no, nah, you need to write your story. Yeah. So we put a plan in place and I completed my book in 30 days. And then wow. that was that. We didn't get to really launch it because I wrote it, you know, during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it, it felt good to just have it. And then, you know, that followed with a program that we have now. And then that followed by an audio book. So it's just, you know, continue to just build on yeah. it. Like, yeah. You've never done. So yeah. where, where can we get the book? Uh, you can go to BrenderisJohnson.com. Or it's also on Amazon. I prefer mm -hmm. you to go to my website and of course. sign it. Yeah. And get that out to you. And what's the name of the book? So people know. Mental Hope. Okay. Yeah. And the tagline of it is, um, you know, there's no surgery for depression. Right. So whatever you're going through, you know, there's no one quick fix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to really, you know, sit with yourself and, and learn to cope and overcome adversity. That's the most important part and knowing that every day is day one. All right. What did you learn about yourself writing this book? Because sometimes, you know, we have these thoughts in our head, but to put it on paper and go back and read it can be so eye-opening. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I learned a bunch of things, man, and honestly, I'm still learning from it. Okay. But uh, overall, if you can see on the front page, it looks like a newspaper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was something my uh, my brand strategist, we sat and talked about. What's important about that is letting everybody else know their story is also worthy of the yes. page. Yes, yeah. And what you can do when you learn to express yourself and get your, you know, your thoughts out, whatever you're holding on to, that was probably the most important thing. No, now this was just an idea. This was just a bunch of thoughts. It was just experiences that I had growing up. Now it's a tool that mm -hmm. others can use, and whenever they find themselves in a situation where they may be struggling, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. Oh, <clears throat> not not necessarily what I learned, but I was able to focus on my own transitions. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then too, I can see sometimes where I was acting out as a kid, as an adult. Like, hey, man, you did that when you were younger. Mm. You know, so you can reflect on that. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, mm -hmm. this is my triggers. Yep, exactly. Okay, percent. And um, are you? So you're doing this? Do you go to therapy currently, or? You know, I'm not actively seeing a the therapist. Okay, I have though. Okay, know, uh, at least over the last three years, two or three different times, two mm -hmm. different therapists. Okay. Oh, excuse me. And and another thing I learned through therapy was like you. You know, you go from talking about like crisis and overcoming adversity and hardships to just managing your life and having a conversation like this. Yeah. You know, because where I'm at in my life as I'm growing, you know, as a, as an influencer and public figure, I struggle with the concept. Mm. You know, and so many people are like, yo, B, you got a powerful story. You have the powerful presence. You got this whole brand. But I'm just like, I'm just a regular person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people see me as whatever they see me as, so I struggle with that. But now I understand, like, I have a lot to throw away. Mm -hmm. And I've put myself in situations where I could have thrown it all away just over emotion. Right. You know what I mean? So it's been a lot of things that you can't necessarily see, but I've had to feel for myself and know 
what's, what's for me and what's not for me, especially in this journey where I spend so much of my energy trying to help people. Okay. Learning how to work and help people who are, you know, who are struggling without allowing myself to struggle with them. Yeah. So it's a lot of things, man, and I, I think the work is never done. Yeah. Have you learned how to, because um, you said something about learning not to take their stuff with you. Mm-hmm. So you've learned how not to take their emotions on. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like what they say, you know, leave your work at work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I struggled with it for a long time because it's like. You're human. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, mm-hmm. you know, I will say it's, and probably doctors, cops, anybody that's on the front line that deal with some type of trauma, mm-hmm. you almost become desensitized. Right. Yeah. Like the, the sad stories, pastors, anybody who's always hearing the worst of someone's life. Mm-hmm. It almost it's like there's no shock effect anymore. It's just okay. like another day. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things that I try to always stay mindful of because I never want to become that person who, you know, appear to lack empathy. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Lack compassion because that's not me. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, you hear, man, I've heard countless stories of people who are, you know, on the verge of suicide or just lost in life, just don't feel it, just, mm-hmm. you know, feeling like they lost their, their grip. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I'm noticing that I don't have to have the words. Sometimes just being there and, and being the ear, that's good enough. And yeah. I think that's a lot better than just trying to force myself to say something. Okay. If that makes sense. No, no, yeah, it, yeah. Does. it does. It does. Yeah. It does. So when it comes to like mental health and like depression and stuff, what are the first steps that you would suggest someone take when they're feeling at their lowest? So there's a bunch of things. And then... First, I do want to say I'm not a mental health professional. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. I don't yes. want nobody. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think when you know yourself and you and you're able to realize that you don't feel well, mm-hmm. um, it's what you call coping. Yeah. So for me, I like to listen to music. Um, I like to sit and reflect. I like to eat chicken wings. You know, if <laughs> love chicken wings. You, you said chicken and steak every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something that I really enjoy doing, and that's yeah. what it's all about—like finding those things that bring you back to center. Okay. I like to meditate. Not necessarily like you know we think meditation is sitting, mm-hmm. but I call it movement meditation. When I'm, I'm at the gym, I might not be working super hard, mm-hmm. but I'm moving my body. I got something to focus on. It's on and out. Exactly. Yeah. And. um I would just encourage anybody to, one, you you know, spend some time with yourself. You know, you have to know what feels good in order to know what doesn't feel good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are afraid to just be with themselves. Mm. Mm. The only yes. way to get to know yourself is to spend that time. <laughs> Say that again. Yeah. God. It's yes. a deep part of my personal being as well because I consistently deal with depression. And um, back in when I was younger, I had a lot of suicidal Mm-hmm. moments um to the point where they weren't just thoughts anymore they they were actions yeah. um for me um and i am grateful that i'm here cuz i tried three times in my life mm-hmm. due to you know oh, personal issues with my mom and relationships and stuff like that um but i love to talk about it with people because i'm not ashamed of it right. because although i'll try those three times and one time i almost it was like and nobody would have known because I didn't tell anybody until mm-hmm. after. Right. Um, but that moment where I was, it was like I took a whole bunch of pills or whatever. And um, I was losing consciousness and I was just dazing out. And then I just like closed my eyes for a moment because I just got off the phone talking to my dad. And uh, I just cried. And then I was as I was drifting off, um, I vomited. Like my eyes were closed for like 
about 10 seconds mm. and instant puke like couldn't even try to hold it down if I wanted to mm. and it was at somebody's house I, she was a sweet lady because I didn't have a phone I wasn't able to talk to my my mom uh my sister nobody would have known anything it's just she probably would have just called the police like she's passed out and she won't wake up type deal um but I was just like I woke up and then I called my dad back and I talked to him and that calmed me down and um that was a moment of like self-revelation yeah. is just like I'm meant to be here for some reason that was my third and final time and from that point on I decided <laughs> that I had a purpose right. and my purpose was to just talk to people I love talking to people and pe- I, I, I believe I'm an empath so I take on a lot like like you said um, when people tell me their stories I really have a connection with them which is why like I really wanted to be in social work but I can't because I take that very personally when it, especially when it comes to kids and ensuring the safety of other people for obvious reasons. Um, But I do believe that you have to really focus on what you want and not your circumstances because you are not your circumstances. And the way that you've like persevered and you wrote a book and you made this a lifestyle is very, very important. And I wish that a lot of people had that same drive and avenue, turn that negative into something brilliantly positive yeah. for not just yourself but right. your community as well and I think they do and you, you know you mm-hmm. touched on a lot of great points too um, the most important part is just knowing like like you said you have a purpose mm-hmm. that's one of my strongest messages you know I'm usually wearing a shirt that says the world wouldn't spend the same without you mm. so and, and two just to go deeper into it like I was sitting here just smiling just watching y'all do y'all thing in your natural atmosphere yeah. Yeah. like you're supposed to be here y'all supposed to be here doing this and right. that's what it's mm-hmm all about and just pushing people to find what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, if I didn't know what I was doing in my life, I could sit here and, and be like, man, how come they, they look like they enjoy what they're doing? Yeah. yeah. No, it's like I could sit here and celebrate because I know my lane. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think the most people that know their lane, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it'll put the world in a better place because it's not so much competition but more collaboration yes and I I do believe that as well like as long as people understand and have faith in what they do they can prosper and they don't see competition like a lot of these rappers and artists really feel that competitive nature because they're uncertain of themselves and if you put that uncertainty back into your work you can thrive like as far as you can possibly believe it right and it's scarcity you know the world makes us feel like there ain't enough to go around. Mm. Yeah. So if I know I'm I'm an author and you're an author, yeah. we both trying to get booked to speak, feel that, oh man, I got to get up there before him. Mm. But it's like, nah, if we got 100 people in the audience, what if 50 of them like his topic and 50 right. of them? Man. Like, oh. my, my greatest example of that, as far as competition goes, is going into the grocery store and walk down the bread aisle. There's a million <laughs> brands, Jesus. different brands of bread. Go over to milk. Like, bro, like there's, there's not... There's, yeah. It's the same thing, but people are different. People are doing it. Right. Like yeah. everybody has a has a place. Everybody I'm, has a I'm an Anderson milk guy. <laughs> <laughs> you are, but there's also <laughs> I'm an almond milk. There's, 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 there's almond milk. There's a million different yeah, kinds of milk, right. but milk is milk. You know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And I, I just feel like um, a lot of this is very important to not only just personal everyone, but for the black community to realize that. Mental health, when mental health help, Jesus. It's both. It's both. Mental health help. You put them together, but it's the same. Thing. 
mental health help is definitely something that we need to continuously like dive into just because our parents, parents, parents didn't believe in it, but our parents are not coming around to it. You are now a parent coming around to it. It is important to know where you stand within yourself to get the help when you need it, because you, sometimes you can't dig yourself out. For example, my situation, I could not I didn't feel like I could dig my way out. No. I didn't feel like I had any purpose. I didn't feel like nobody cared. But now I'm here. I have a family. I have uh, my sister. I don't know where my sister would be if I was not here. Right. Oh, I'm trying not to get emotional. Come on. Lord. It's okay. You're good. Um, yeah. My sister was one of my driving purposes and staying on this earth. Mm. And Mercedes, I love you, girl. Um, and I'm so proud of the woman she's become because it, without me, I don't think she would have made it either. Yeah. Due to our situation. And it's just important to know your standing and get that help because not all of us have it in us to get through. And just because you go to a doctor or a psychiatrist or a therapist does not mean that you're a lost cause. Right. That means, okay, I want help. Yeah. I want to see this through. And it's important that you all get help. Even if you're doing great in life, it doesn't mean you don't need therapy. You can yeah. go yeah. and figure out life from therapy. You can take the next step from therapy, work on interrelationships, like with your girlfriend, mm -hmm. boyfriend, whatever. Yeah. Um, get therapy or counseling for your career goals. Like, it's used for multiple avenues, not just because you're crazy or whatever. It's just right. peace of mind. You know, another yeah. thing yes. I learned from therapy was like, you don't want to bleed on your friends. Mm. You don't want to oh, bleed yes. on your family. Like, yeah. if you become a burden, a person that, yeah. you know, every time you call this certain person, they know you're coming with something heavy. Yeah. yeah. Like, you it's, know, that's a lot. Yeah. That's going to therapy gives you the freedom to just but be who you are with your folks. It's yeah. crazy you say that because. If I see a phone call from a certain person, yeah, I will not answer that phone. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I don't want to take that on. Right. I know what this person is going to ask for something. Yep. Or I know this person is going to hit me with something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. I love these people, but I can't. Right. It's A lot of times I can't take boundaries. that on. Yes. Yeah, and boundaries are healthy. Right. And people look on the outside of you, look as they all coordinate the same. He ain't the same. No. I'm deciding what I want to deal with and what I don't want to yeah. deal protecting with. Your, protecting your peace. I'm protecting my yeah. peace. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's real. And you know, I mean, I talk about this stuff a lot, but I've never really sat and just broke down my story with with, with, with anybody really in the public sector. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I've been so busy just creating a framework. Yeah. But I've struggled more mentally <laughs> after, you know, dealing with, you know, losing yeah. my girl to suicide and everything goes like, because life is is so unpredictable. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you're not, you know, on your, I call it, if you're not on your rocker, mm. anything can not Right. Go anything. And that's why I think just having conversations about life in general where people can be, you know, free. That's mm -hmm. what I'm really about, creating an atmosphere where people yeah. can learn to express yeah. themselves. And then, you know, like, you just got to know who you are truly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think about, for example, if we, right now, we technically, I guess, in the West Side, if, if we... Go knock on some doors just randomly. People are going to be a lot more tense. Over yes, yeah. over right? here, just out of town. You know, yeah, you take those same people up to Summerlin and let them see what's there. Maybe you get them out their shell. Man, yeah. so opening up. That's all I'm trying to do is get people to come out of their shell. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why do we feel like we have to protect ourselves from everybody? Because mm. yeah. we've already seen what the world has done to well, us. Well, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a problem in the black community though, because I I'm, 
a lot of people in the black community live off fear. Right. Yeah. They live off fear of well, this might Survival happen. Mode. Well, that might happen. Well, this might happen. Yeah. Well, Somebody's guess what? always out this, to get me. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? Something great might happen too. Right. Except not your comfort zone. Right. And you know what? What's another word for fear? Anxiety. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about it literally as a kid, as an athlete. You know, before a football game, we call it pregame jitters. Yeah, of course. You know what happens? I've seen that people throw up yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. What happens when you become an adult and you mm-hmm. have the same feelings and, and rent due and you don't know how you're gonna pay? Mm-hmm. Right. You have kids and you don't know how they're gonna eat. Yeah. That same feeling. You trying to protect something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all that I've done is just sat and thought about these same topics and. You know, just try to create situations where people can can engage with them without shutting them down. Okay. That's the greatest, you know, greatest part of it, just being innovative with the conversation. Right. People are afraid of it. Yeah. And, you know, I know we can only speak on the black community, but just being in the mental health industry, I see it's the same in the Caucasian community. It's the same in the Hispanic community. Right, right. Same in the Asian community where... What happens in closed doors, stay behind closed doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's suffering inside. What, what did mama say? What happens in this house? Stay, stay, stay in, in this house. house. Right. But then that's why that one uncle ain't allowed to barbecue right. no more. <laughs> no, so, everything that happens can, needs to be if, let out. If, yeah. if I'm going too deep right now with this question, please let me know. Yeah. You said you lost your love of your life to suicide. Mm-hmm. How has that affected your... After that, after you healed... If you have healed, yeah, how has that affected the ongoing relationships in your life? Um, if it's too deep, please no, let no, me know. No, you're good. Okay, I think for one, you know, as a as a, it changed me, and I'm not even sure if I know all the ways it changed me. Mm-hmm. But I try to focus more on the positive ways. Like, uh, I know the type of woman I deserve in my life. Mm. You know, I know that anything material really don't matter mm. because yeah. in my younger days, you know, that's what that was my most important thing. Having yeah. everything. Tennis shoes. That, that's, Having that, everything. That's, that's what it, yeah. it was about, right? And, but to the point where I started buying shoes for her and it became our thing. And then when she passed, I'm looking at all these shoes and uh, I wanted to destroy them. Mm-hmm. But moving forward, I just realized, you know, I got to carry and put value on things I can have in my heart. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think it brought forth some, some fear of something happened to somebody else close to me. Because I've been in relationships where, you know, I'm anxious about almost anything, you know, some like drinking, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen what, what happened to people from drinking and substance and it starts off as let's just have a good time. But the more you spend around people, you see they drinking or they getting high to get away from something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've always tried to, you know, stay mindful of it. And then, you know, for myself, really. It ain't really about nobody else. It's more so myself being able to control myself when I do mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. Yeah. Because one thing I learned, you know, recently was that one person's passion may be another person's oppression. Mm. Yeah. That's what I have to be mindful about myself. If, especially, you know, if you're empathetic, you carry the 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 burden of other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, I think tying it back to communication, I hope I'm, this is making sense. You tie it back to communication where we feel like we're giving somebody all the love that they need and now they're not receptive and it's yeah. like, well, man, I'm doing everything for you. Uh-huh. But it's, what if that love that you're giving is like a, a hate to them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it makes them feel some type of way. Maybe they feel like they got to protect themselves. Those are the things that I'm starting to realize for myself from, you know, relationships around me. It's a, it's a, in a sense, kind of a love language. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like some people's love language, you touched on it, may be materialistic, but some people's love language may be, you know, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that 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 kind of ties into what you're saying. Like you may be thinking that you're doing something to show somebody that you love them and right. respect them, but that's not how they interpret it. Right. They, they may see it as as a slight. In right. And yeah. communication, I'm, I have to remind myself constantly, like, communication is only effective if, if the person you're trying to communicate with receives the message. Is receiving, yeah. is receptive Come on. to that, yeah. And once it ain't, you got to just be able to walk away from yeah. it. Right? Yeah. Like, that's once I get to the place where I can just, all right, cool. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree. And yeah. that's when I feel like I'm going to be, you know, unstoppable, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, because I've, I've allowed myself to follow the words. Like, it's like, ah. Oh, right. And then you got to go sit down and repent or regret yeah. like, I want to get to a place where it doesn't even matter what's shared to me I can just do what I need to do and that's how, that's what I think is so important about doing your purpose mm-hmm. and you know man it's it's, a, it's an amazing journey we could probably sit here and talk oh yeah we could yeah, 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 yeah. You, you talked about uh, wanting to do public speaking are you actively doing public speaking like, yeah stuff like that so you know I, I've, I've been doing it for like eight Take years like not uh, <laughs> <laughs> not like Sorry. like like formal just you know, I've always been. The, I was always the guy on the football team to get the team riled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-game speeches. Yeah, pre-game. Like okay. Who'd you play for? Uh, I play. So here, I played at Cimarron, then I went to a school called Saddleback College, in, okay, uh, uh, Mission Viejo, California. Then I got a scholarship to a school called Fort Lewis College. Okay, that's where I finished up in 2015. Okay, just left it all there. Yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry. Are no, you good? Mm. But as far as like now, actively pursuing a speaking career, that's where I'm at now. Okay. Because like. I think I I could have done it a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I was focused on other things. Yeah. Now I have my products. Um, I never wanted to be the person that just showed up, get people hyped up, and then disappear. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear you have something that you can go and look at. You have right. something that you can do on your own. You have something to look at that I may be done, but inspires you to take the next step. And I think right now, I'm ready. Like, I think right. I have everything. I love it. One of the things that I appreciate about um, people like yourself is that when you hear people that say, that say that they want to become public speakers mm-hmm. or, or are public speakers, it wasn't something that they wanted to do. Right. It's something that they were driven Call, to do. Called yeah. Called yeah. To yes. do. It was a call. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like it's, it's kind of it's kind of weird right. how that works. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because I, I recorded, I'm not going to say crazy, it's just a line. I recorded a video on TikTok this morning before going into the gym. Yeah. Probably like five, you know, it was probably one of the most honest videos ever and I just pretty much said, uh, I use I, I run a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's I, my thing. I don't I run. like running. Yeah. <laughs> my body hurts. I enjoy yeah. it at times, but like my, my body hurts. Mm-hmm. But what I was getting at was I have this never die spirit. Yeah, don't quit. And like you just can't quit. And like, something keeps driv- driving you to run. Like right. you said, like it hurts, but yeah, I gotta run. I mm-hmm. never die spirit. Like I'm not even supposed to be running. I got hit by a car in 2020. Jesus, got nerve damage and stuff like that. But I'm like. You know, just connecting it back to a situation when I was in high school. I think I, I did like 56 hack squats and then I passed out. And then, you know, long story short, it was determined that I have a, a some type of condition where, you know, my brain is is like squeezing out the bottom of my skull. And uh, it, could, it could create like issues with my nerves okay. and mm-hmm. headaches and things Bro. like that. Bro. I told my doctor then, you know, my mom is my witness. They recommended I don't play football. I said, I'd rather die on my feet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the same way I feel now. Like, if I don't do these things, it's going to haunt me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why it's it's a calling. And I think I shared with you. And I'm a, this is the last thing I'm going to say. I think I shared with you the 351-mile run. 
Yes. The significance of 351 is the time my grandmother passed last year. The number means to complete everything you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. My Hawa, the one who passed away, you know, the last thing she said to me was keep speaking. So I'm like, in the times where I don't do it, I hear keep speaking, mm-hmm. 351. Mm-hmm. Keep speaking, complete everything you're supposed to. Right. So it really ain't even about me no more. Yeah, yeah. That is beautiful. That where is, are you, bro? <laughs> where are you finding this warrior spirit? So that 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 was like the caveat of the video, mm-hmm. you know, for the people who who do believe in God or the ones who don't. I was saying, if you believe in me, you believe in God. If you inspired by me, then you then you inspired by God. Because but, if it was all up to me, I'll mess up my life and and plenty other lives in the process. Yeah, you know? like, because getting hit by the car. The passing out the hack squats, losing the love of your life—that's a lot of that's a lot of hurt. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I I think now, you know, sometimes in, in in our community, with all the racism and everything going on, like we always gonna say, oh, it's because I'm black. I never really looked at things that that happened to me. I try to put myself in the frame of mind and just say they happened for me. Yeah, but man, I've had. Five concussions. I've had two jaw surgeries back to back, two knee surgeries. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm no stranger to to hardship. Right. And that's why I say, you know, every day is day one. God. And yeah. I read the message that, you know, my, my girl was gone. Yeah. I said to myself, every day is day one. Okay. Yesterday is gone and the way I feel right now, tomorrow may never come for me. Right. Yeah. So all I have is right now. And I take everything with a grain of salt now. Even even in times where I'm not, you know, firing from all cylinders. I, I strive to keep myself mindful of the the next opportunity that I have to be the the next best version of myself. Yeah, and man, I've been in crisis for 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 months. You know, I went through a, an experience with the police academy where you know I was hazed and harassed and fired. That really that really hurt me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it became a chapter in my book. Mm-hmm. But right as the pandemic hit. So many people lost their job. Anytime I said I lost my job, it was like, oh, you know, because of COVID. It's like, no, this had nothing to do with COVID. Uh And the people who, you know, who were involved with that, they knew, they knew what they were trying to do to me. Right. Yeah. And it was times where, you know, you you start reflecting, like, like dating or whatever. You're like, man, me personally, I always wanted to be the type of boyfriend or husband to make sure my woman has to suffer for nothing. Right. So, like, I'm like, man, how come, like, asking God, like, I don't try, I try not to question him a lot, but there's times I'm like, God, why did you bring this woman to my life when I lost everything? Yeah. And it was just like, because the most important thing you have is your heart. Yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, things like that, but in the flesh, it still hurt. Yeah, of course. Of course. It, it, it almost put me, and there was a time where I was telling my family, like, look, I don't want to die and I don't want to go to jail, but something is wrong. Yeah. If people don't really understand that, how can they help you? Yeah, yeah. How are things like, you know, you, you missed the mental health. You you wrote a book. You should have it. It's like, oh, my God. Just because just because I did all no, of these things and have all these accolades don't mean that I still don't get down. That, and that don't mean that I figured out, too. Right. right. Don't exactly. mean that I'm not. Yeah. I'm still healing. Yeah. I'm not healed. I'm healing. Right. This is a process. Yeah, and that was one of my questions, too. How did your family react to you wanting mental health help? Uh. Like, well, wanting it, I don't think, I don't, I, don't, I mean, it's hard to, to, to answer because it's like everybody don't understand it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, you know, what people tell you and you got to move on. Yeah. It's like, I am moving on. Yeah. 
but there's something still going on. Mm-hmm. And I think people just don't know what to say, so they say anything. Uh-huh. Damn, and, that's crazy. And it's, and it's not like no disrespect to them. Don't say that. So it's like, you know, being mindful of this whole situation and how it made me feel, that's why I'm happy, you know, God gave me the opportunity to, to build what I built because somebody out there needs to hear it. Yeah, yes. we needed to hear it tonight. If one person hears it, that's enough. You've done your job. Yeah. We've done our job. One sure. person. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, we don't. As I'm gonna say this, we gonna we gonna pivot to something else. We've been doing this for almost two years. We don't have the, the biggest following as, as I would want, right? Mm-hmm. But if one person, two people get something from what we put out every single week, right? We've done our job. 100%. As a platform, mm-hmm. yeah. And you, even if you go to a school or you go speak, one person hears what you got to say, right. and they take that and they learn something from it. Right. You've done your job. Hundred percent. Yeah. I got one more thing for Come you on. too. Yeah. Um, you wrote you wrote this book, mm-hmm. and you speak so passionately, and I feel like it would definitely benefit for you to write one of those guided journals because your words speak volumes for people who are lost and don't know where to start. Yeah. That journal that you would create would work one. I'd buy one. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I, I have it too, for real, for real. And awesome. I appreciate that. Because I, I, it, it just, it, you're just so motivational. Like you, your, your words are speaking mm-hmm. and you're so positive. And that's just one step for someone to guide their life if they don't feel like, Therapy is the first step for them, right. maybe because a lot of people do like to write and journal. Mm-hmm. What you say and how you say it, that'll be perfect for them to get started. Right. No, I, I appreciate that, and mm-hmm. I can say the same thing to you. Oh, thank you. you no, know, <laughs> each of you speak speak with a with a purpose. So, mm-hmm. y'all write appreciate a journal. That. You know? yeah. <laughs> Collaboration. Funny, right. Like, no, I was honestly sitting here, like, man, I, I could be a little reserved, but. Like, nah, realistically, I need to, I know it's energy that we give out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I, and I need to start demanding that. Like, when I walk into a place, it's like, nah, this is what need to be happening. Yeah, right. right. And I know I'll get there. Mm-hmm. But what I was thinking, you know, killing time, you could wrote procrastination and put a line through it. Right. It's yeah. still killing time. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I, I, I like to do. I like to brand things. I like to be creative. I, I like, like to engage people with, with words. And it's like. He is our new merch guy. Yeah. New shirt, new shirt idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Nipsey Hustle and his whole mm. blueprint and everything he did. And one thing that he he said that stuck out the most was like, you know, I want to create a life for myself where I can let my passion be my passion. Right. I don't want it to feel like work because yep. if you if you're forced to convert, you kind of put yourself in like survival mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like to be in a space where I can just do what we're doing right here. We having a conversation, anybody tripping off it's, saying yeah, it's natural. Word, it's natural. Yeah. That's where I want to be with everything that I do. And I think when you sit with yourself and you know what's important to you, you're a lot more prepared to do what's natural. Yeah. Even in relationships. Like after I get out of a relationship, I sit and I think, I'm like, man, you had all the signs. Mm. That was your fault. Yeah. We like to blame Satan for everything, but it's like, nah, you can't blame Bro, Satan. You gotta, it, it, you gotta learn. It's so crazy you say that. Yeah, you just yeah. made me think about something. Me and my wife, went, we were dating, and we had broke up at one point. And we were still friends, but I asked her, what'd you learn from our relationship? And it, it, it made us both think, like, damn, what did we learn about ourselves? What did we learn about what we need? What did we learn about each other? You know what I'm saying? It's just certain things that you need. Um, a couple of questions for you that I'm going to get out of here. 
The 351, when is that happening? So, you know what? We still planning it because okay. uh, when I did the 100 miles, it was impulsive. Yeah. Because I think sometimes... 100 miles in 10 days, 10, let, 10 a day. Let me... Let me so, <laughs> what, what was your average? So, I did 100 miles. It, I did a month. Mm. So, I what I did was I did three miles every day for like 30 days. And, mm -hmm. you know, I added the... 3.2, 3.3 yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. From, it, and this was like a year or two ago. But, yeah, every morning I get up and I go jog, you know, three whatever miles or whatever. Yeah. So, what was your average... In so, 10 days. So, <clears throat> when I started... I mean, obviously, the I mean... Goal was right 10 top, yeah, right off yeah. the top of your head, you can do the math. But yeah. did you do that, though? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, training up for it, I was probably running three to six miles a day. But when I got out there on the road, it's like the first two days, that seven knocked flames out of me. Yeah. Now, I had ran six before, but... It don't seem like a lot, but that extra mile was mm -hmm. like, my body was like, no, sure. What are you where doing? Did, where did you run to? Where, where did you run? <laughs> I ran up Craig Road. I started on like Craig Ooh. and Tanea and I ran towards the cannery every day. Jeez. Oh so my it was God. just that one, that one thing every day, yeah. that same route every yeah. day? Just so people could, you know, because I, somebody wrote a press release for me and, you know, like three different news stations showed up. Okay. So there are people that wanted to like tag along. So it was mm -hmm. recommended that I start and stop at the same spot. Yeah, same every day. So yeah. people could meet yeah. up. And, okay. What time of year was it? Uh, it was September. Okay. okay. Was so, so, still warm, but yeah. you know, it ain't bad. Yeah, not yeah. bad, but the significance of September, Hawa, you know, that was my girl, that was her name. She was born 9-11. Oh. She was from oh. Afghanistan too, so yeah. all the 9-11. Wow. It's a powerful story. Yeah. But like uh, September 10th is like World Prevention, Suicide Prevention Day. Yeah. So September is like, Suicide Prevention Month. Exactly. Yeah. So like yeah. September 11th was the day that I started. Uh, but I did... Seven miles the first couple of days, and it was also more like I knew people would engage. Like he's not going to finish, but yeah, 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 I'm gonna get yeah. up and run yeah, 15 yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I did. I think the most I ran in one day was like 18. Okay, 18 miles 18, in, in one, one day? day. Yeah, Jesus. But that's not is, nonstop, is it? I mean, yeah. like of course. Wait, you, what? Yeah, I would stop only <laughs> at the, like the gas station on Simmons. <laughs> You know, that's if I needed something else to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then, you know, people would come out, would stop and, you know, take pictures and talk for a minute. Then we get back on the yeah, road. Get back yeah, get running. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the plan was after that to the following year to do a run for hope. Yeah. And I got hit by a car, so it delayed yep, it. You're right. Yeah. And uh, that's how the 351 came. Were, were you training when you got hit by the car? I was about to I was just taking thing. my morning run. I was okay. Just, yeah. Something Damn. I've done a thousand times. Yeah. I got clapped. But mm. what was important about that was, I, I left my house going one direction and then I just stopped on the dime and went the other way. And I got hit by the car and it was like God was telling me, you have all these plans, but you don't have as much time as you think. Yeah. Because in that situation, it was like no real support. The only reason why I got some help months later was because you know, my girl at the time was a nurse practitioner. And I made a, a, a comment one night, just laying down, like, man, I could tell when I had a long day because when I lay down, I feel like my feet still moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? What you mean? And I, I explained it. And then, long story short, got the MRI and, you know, they, they seen the, the, the bulge disc and the pinched nerves. But mm -hmm. like I said, I'm back to my never die spirit. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I'm doing this 351, it ain't really just about the running. It's like, Engaging in something that that I'm terrified of. Right. That hundred mile run, it was days where I'm thinking like, what am I doing? That's tough. It's three fifty one. I know it's gonna knock. It's gonna knock smoke from me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I know sometimes in life we only take the bets that we know we can win. 
Yeah. And how many week. days are we doing this in? I'm thinking 40 days just to, you know, connect Ooh, to the fasting 40 days and 40 okay. nights. Okay. But also gives more time for people to engage. I really want to, you know, we're working with my team to try to find uh, a Guinness World Record that we could break or set. That would be uh, dope. I really want to connect the whole country on a, on the topic of mental health. So maybe with the podcast, y'all can help set the route. You got a route, yeah. route picked up. So <clears throat> as far as the route, I'm, I'm thinking uh, I'm just going to run locally around the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the the big picture of this goal is if I can get fifty thousand people to donate twenty bucks, we we'll make raise a million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's all hands on deck. Yeah. I want to make it the that's, biggest collaboration for yeah. the city. Eight point seven miles a day. Eight point yeah. eight. Run down the strip, bro. Yeah, and that's and that's I think it's easy work. It's just the wear and tear on your body. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. But okay. Run down the strip, bro. The passion yeah. you got behind it, I feel I'm like you can you. do it. All right. I, I, I feel bring it. everybody I feel together. That's the yeah. biggest part about it. Like that's, it, and it's crazy. I know we gotta wrap it up, but that's what I'm starting to realize more. Above the mental health awareness, above the suicide prevention, above the dream chasing, like hope can bring people together and keep people together. Yes. Right. So right. this this story, this brand has changed before me and through me to where it's like my whole movement now is called Be the Hope. Yeah, and that's a global and personal call to action to be there to help the next person evolve. Okay, nice. I love it. Okay, yeah. we got uh, Renato has one more question for you before we, before we get on to our topics. I'm not asking the question. I think we should skip it. We gonna skip it? Yeah. After this conversation, I think that I kind of know the answers, and I feel like I don't want to ask it. Roger that. You sure? I don't mind. Facts. No, no, I'm good. No, we we ask everybody gets a question, but. It's okay. I feel like this particular question wouldn't. No, I, I get it. I get it. Right. Yeah, I get it. Okay. All right. So, well, let's get on the sports, shall we? God damn it! Sports. I was I was let's hoping we skipped this first. Let's <laughs> that was gonna be go. our last topic. Nah, nah. Because last nah, week, nah. last week you tried to. Are you a sports fan? You tried to tried to get us last week, and she tried to, she tried to run <laughs> through it. And we, and we I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, she tried. Damn she it. tried to run through it last. I'm gonna get y'all one day. You don't follow. Hey, you know, see, you know, I'll football, with the shit either. Play football. You don't watch. I football, know, you man. That's the crazy. Thing you don't. About it. You don't pay attention to football anymore. I just don't even look at the TV too much. Okay. All right. Oh, damn. You a busy man. I wish I could. <laughs> could. You a busy man. I watch a Shark Tank. Hey, okay. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Raymundo. Let's get these scores together. Let me see. So right now. Monday Night Football is cracking off. We got the Bears playing the Patriots. The Bears surprisingly are winning. Yeah, Twenty-nine, are. Calvin, you're losing to the Bears. <laughs> Twenty-three to fourteen. Yeah, he's a Patriots. What is wrong with him? Twenty-three oh, to fourteen. That is Tom Brady. That is terrible. Uh, let's see what we got here. Thursday night. The Saints lost to the Cardinals 34 to 42, which was actually a good Thursday night game because we had some duds. It really was a good game. <laughs> we had some duds. Uh, again, you know, my team's at the top of the list because I follow them. So Buccaneers lost to the Panthers 3 to 21, which is probably the worst loss of every team out of the whole week. Right. Uh, The Falcons lost to the Bengals, 17 to 35. Shout out to my boy, Joe Burrow, giving me 80 points in my fantasy league. Nope. Trash. A nice... it wasn't actually 80. It was more like 78.5 a day. 79.1. 79.1 Joe Burrow. in fantasy. Ooh. Thank you, Joe. Uh, That's the only reason you win. <laughs> the Lions lost to the Cowboys 6-24, to which was actually a closer game than the score actually 
tells. It was actually a really close game. The Cowboys mm-hmm. just just turned it on towards the end. Yeah. Uh, the Colts lost to uh, the Titans, ten to nineteen. Side note: um, What is the Colts' quarterback? Um, uh, Matty Ice, right? Matty Ice has been benched. Has been benched for the rest of the season. Yep. Um, the Packers lost to the Commanders, twenty-one twenty-three. The Giants beat the Jaguars, twenty-three seventeen. The Giants are now six and one. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Browns lost to the Ravens. I actually thought the Ravens lost that game. No, we did not, buddy. Calm I down. Thought, I actually thought y'all Calm lost. down. Damn. We're winners this week. You y'all, this you, week. Y'all Let's get winners. it right. Damn, I thought, I thought we was <laughs> no. in the same boat this week. No, and you're about to be losers on Thursday. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets beat the Broncos 16-9. Texans lost to the Raiders 20-38. I actually thought the Raiders lost that game, but I stopped watching. What is so, wrong with you? I stopped watching football after the Bucks lost and the, and the Packers uh, you, lost. I, I know why. So the Packers I know why. are my girlfriend's I know, team. I know why you were sad i was sad yeah the so, whole house the whole house was sad yeah we were in mourning we were in <laughs> yeah, mourning yeah, oh, no. like like for both of our teams losing an early game it's a wrap it's a wrap you know what fuck and, it turn and, the tv and, off and one o'clock. turn the lights off everybody go to bed everybody go to bed <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, get your ass to get a kid it's a wrap yeah, we done for the day everybody we, we literally bed. are done i didn't watch any more of the games after the after the sorry first, loser like, oh bro, my god like, the, the game that was on was the packers games and she's, oh, she's a Packers shit. fan and so we're uh, sitting there and she's like yo she's like I'm fucking done like I'm done with this I'm like yo my team's getting my ass <laughs> like we were fucking out of it like literally like it was a bad day yesterday that, that was a time for brunch you should have went to brunch we started watching a, we went to Netflix and started watching a show on Netflix okay. <laughs> The Mole which is actually really good okay. The Mole The Mole right. is actually really good okay. Um, the Jets beat the Broncos 16-9 Texans lost to the Raiders 20-38 the Seahawks 37 to 23 over the Chargers. Chiefs uh, over the 49ers, 44-23. And was that the late game? The Steelers lost yeah. to the Dolphins? Yep. That was Sunday night's game? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't watch any of those games. I had no idea what sports were. <laughs> okay. Literally looking at them for the first um, time. Christian McCaffrey is now 49er. Good or bad move? Good move for Christian. What does that do for the 49er? Makes them more, um, better, a better attack. It makes them more um, versatile in the offensive game, though, because I mean they already had a good running back, a decent running game. This just makes they them had stronger. Debo. Debo was more of a running back, so that's why. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. So yeah, it's not it's not a bad move for them. Um, my surprises are still the the Jets and the Giants are still surprises for me. They keep winning. It's just I think, I think you got to throw Seahawks in there too. Seahawks, I would throw the Seahawks in there too. Seahawks yes, are leading the division. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, it just goes to show you what the Jets and the matter of fact, all three of those teams goes to show you what the coaching does because they don't have the greatest roster, but the coaching and them guys buying into what the coach is selling makes a difference. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I, I'm. I I'm sorry, but I'm gonna target y'all. It's all good. I'm, I'm I, looking I, at the Bucks. Like even with um, the Panthers this week, the Panthers should not won that, have won that game. It shouldn't. It shouldn't even. It should have been, been the, close. The close. It should have it it been twenty. It should have been the other way around. The other way around, exactly. It should have been the other way around. But obviously, something happened with them guys. And the guys are either them guys are buying in on the Panthers right now with all the trades happening, or you guys are just that bad. And I don't think you guys are just that bad. Tom Brady. I will tell you this right now. He should have never came back. He need to go ahead and go home right now. Get his family back. It wasn't, tell Giselle, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> I miss you. Baby, I'm sorry. It wasn't hey, didn't t- he do that twice, though? He said no. he was retiring once just, and no, then came just back. Time, just oh, just it, wasn't, time. it wasn't Tom's fault that Mike Evans dropped that pass, though. And I'm so pissed at Mike Evans for that, but I'm still going to win the game. 
Okay. No, I'm not. I'm losing that game. Yeah, and then other fantasy league with Mike Evans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, fantasy. You incorporated him dropping that into fantasy. Yeah, because I'm because he was he's on my on my other team. That's for, like a uh, ninety. That's league. like a ninety eighty yard touchdown. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's been it been like ten more points. You know what I'm saying? I'm um, just wanting to let y'all know that I did watch the TikTok you assigned me to. Hey, yeah, 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 and yeah, I yeah. learned about the yards and the things. Okay. So I get it a little bit. Flag on the play, touchdown. <laughs> <all> the <laughs> I got a little bit. You did but your homework. Then, yeah, Flag on the play, started, touchdown. Yeah, I, I get those parts. I know that there's yards. Four and downs. You, yeah, four downs. That's that's what I, I didn't want to say seven. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> four, that would be four, awesome. Yeah. Could you Four imagine downs. if you got seven down? Oh, Ooh, God, God. Don't know what that means, but Four you know. Um, so I follow her now so I can continue on with at least knowing the things yeah. about how y'all talk. Um, but I'm letting you know now the trade secrets shit, I'm not involved <laughs> because that's a lot more information that's than my brain can yeah, hold. It is. That's stats. It's a lot. That's I a lot only more know who hold. is fine and what colors are pretty. That's oh, all God. I will What was the trade secrets? I didn't watch the video. I didn't watch all the way. No, the no, it wasn't a trade secret. I'm talking about how y'all say, oh, this person traded this person, this, the, I don't Oh, know just knowing like the trades of yeah, like I that. don't care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't okay, so care. um, that's that's all I got. Oh, real quick because it is basketball season now. The Lakers suck. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lakers. Thank you, LeBron. No, you know what? Thank you, Russell Westbrook. Stop it. Stop it. I'm not gonna have this was Westbrook slander on this podcast. <laughs> I was thinking serious. That was funny. <laughs> I was thinking serious. I tried. I tried. Yeah, you did. You just did. Tried. Just you I tried. I tried. It I was tried. Hey, you were close. I tried. I couldn't but, keep uh, a straight face. I watched the highlights of the last game and it was fucking ridiculous. So, what is the funny thing was? I think my brother sent the text and he that of Russ's stat line that one yeah. game. I think it was the second game, right? Yeah. Oh for eleven. Yep. But yeah, five assists, six steals. No, you know what I'm saying. Like but that. If, a couple you, rebounds. if you go deeper into that, like if you, I got so I saw it on Sports Center. So it wasn't just Russ. It was the whole backcourt. One for twenty-seven. One for twenty-seven. I could shoot better than between that. three people. They made <laughs> out of twenty-seven shots. My fat ass. One shot went in. <laughs> could shot better than that. But you be on the peloton, so I'd you gonna be skinny by. I shot two February or three again. A layup, <laughs> like bro, you can't get to the basket and make a layup, bro. All I'm saying is, I can do it. I'm just mama, I don't even know what that is. Russ is not a good fit for our team. That's all. You're only three you games know, in. You know, you know who needs to get fired? Everybody. Rob Palinka. Oh, somebody's got to be. And you know who I blame for this? Is that and a I, real name? I, yes, it's a very yeah, real name. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know who I blame for this? And I don't want to say this. Kevin Bacon's doppelganger. Yeah. And this is blasphemy for me to say this. Jenny Bus. Kobe. I blame Kobe for Rob Palinka being the GM of the Lakers. Because it was his agent. Okay. That was his agent. It was his agent, so they were buddies. Yes, like, yes, I, I, yes, and now he's ruining the team just because you had the. Hey, it's like Michael Jordan. Just because you're the greatest <laughs> basketball player, he's just going make, all over the don't place. Don't make he's you the greatest owner right now. He's greatest owner. And just because you got just because you no no my mind's going to my mind's going to dabble in Put your feet on the Cut me off. I'm gonna do you like you did me. You know, cut me <laughs> off. <laughs> so many applauses for that too. <laughs> you did. Put yeah. your down. Oh hell no! Oh no! We're I put my finger shit. up and my foot down. We're not okay. having that shit. But no. But yeah, you gotta just, go. But I'm not a Lakers fan anyway. But I just, I just think it's funny. It's only three games. 
It's only three games. Yes, they it's look bad. It's panic time, dog. It, three games this into is the season? This is panic. You've got... Push, push the goddamn you button. You've got 79 games. It's panic. Y'all can go 79 and 0 the rest of the dog, season. Dog, I am a better three-point shooter than the Lakers. As a team. <laughs> as a, as a team. conglomerate. I'm a better three-point shooter. It, it's all is not all is not lost yet. The Me same, and Russ can be in a three point contest and I will win. The same thing happened. Would you? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, I guarantee you. The same, I feel like he'll push you over. The same thing happened. <laughs> First off, the skinny ass nigga, I'm big. <laughs> when Dak went down, when Dak went down for the Cowboys, everybody's like, "Oh, Cowboys season's over. Cowboys season." And what back. happened? To, and what happened yesterday? They damn near lost to Detroit. Bro, did I? Did you just not hear the score? They damn near lost. Six to twenty-four is not damn near losing. Yeah, it is. Because the game, the game was closer than what that score was. But not saying, but but losing Dak, they thought they the season was over. Yeah, and it's not. Okay, so calm down. Nope. Breathe. This, we post. This, Woo-sa. this is not what we do. They might have just realized they don't need Dak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't need Russ. That's oh what, my god! Like, uh, like it's not. Don't over. feed into right, it. Come on, <laughs> come on, T. Let's get on these. Okay, so I wanted to. Since you are, you know, our mental health guy right now, um, do you know? Are you on social media enough to know yeah. what's going on a little bit with Kanye West and the situations that are happening? We're gonna get right. Into I Amen. I'm gonna get into Both this shit. Can I say something? Can I say something? Uh, Wake up, Mr. West. <laughs> no Come on I just have to say Like the, a lot of the situation That's going on with him I Typically don't like Okay Granted Do you, you know what's up with him? Man it's always something going on <laughs> Very okay. true Very true So he says some anti-Semitic um, comments About you know The Jewish community And he is reaping Everything that happened from that was it on the Nori and uh, was it Drink Champs? Drink Champs, yep. Was that that when he two, said that? It was two things. He was on Drink Champs and then he went, I believe, on another place. Oh yeah, he was, oh, on, he was on Fox okay. News. He was on Fox so News. he was talking and he, he, you know, he just rambles and he spirals just like they That's had right. that little spiral moment just now. Yeah, Kanye West did the same exact thing, okay? And um, he said some really harmful things about the Jewish community. Not going to repeat them if you know, you know. Um, However, now he is getting a lot of backlash, not only backlash, he is getting a lot of his brand deals removed as well. So it looks like, um, what is it? Hollywood talent agency, CAA cuts ties with him. Um, Vogue, uh, what is it? The owner, Anna Wintour cuts ties with him. Justin Bieber cuts ties with him. Uh, Nori takes down drink camps. I think he Nori, was told. Nori and take that down. Uh, YouTube, that right? Down. It was probably YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube he got backlash from YouTube because yeah. I remember seeing him. He did say like, that's not my responsibility. Yeah. The shop pulls his episode. I, don't, I, I believe LeBron. that's another. Um, LeBron's podcast. Okay. Yeah. Podcast. Um, and all of these things are coming out that they're like Adidas and him are like the negotiation. They were beefing before. They, they were beefing before, before, but now they're like, com- like I think they're uh, revising the contract deal that they have with him. Um, and it's unfortunate because you know he he did work a lot up to do that. However, there's not that same energy when it comes to black people saying when white people say the N word, they don't they don't react the exact same way. Brand deals aren't pulled, yeah. and money's not coming okay. out of that. But you know. Not to cut you off, I just have a question with with the whole situation. 
you know when people uh you get caught doing something they say you're not sorry you just sorry you got caught yeah like i really wonder are these people wanting to disengage with kanye really because of what he did or is because of what they feel they're going be perceived as if exactly. They, come on, and it's that's exactly. This is business, and and I understand <sighs> business is business. However, you need to conduct the business the exact same way when other people do the exact same things. 100%. Because yeah. no, when okay, but, so so but, a white man can get on his no, on no, on no. anything and say nigga, and they just no, be fine. No. Oh yeah, he owes Hold a fine, on. but he still owns his basketball team. Hold on. Oh hell no. No, they actually made that do. I'm so. not. No, I'm not talking no, about him. I they get made. That. But, but, we're going back years ago with Donald Sterling. They made Donald Sterling sell his team. He did some shit like that. Okay. So let's come back to Kanye. Mm-hmm. Kanye did not take notes from Nick Cannon. Okay? <laughs> Kanye, we, we all remember what happened to Nick Cannon, yeah, right? Yeah, we, do. we when, do. No matter if you thought Nick Cannon was speaking the truth, was speaking the falsehood, Nick Cannon said what he said about the Jewish community, right? Mm-hmm. What happened to Nick at that time? He got removed off of America Got Talent. They took away Wild and Out. They took away Wild and Out. They took away his money maker. Yeah. The show he created that was his, Mm -hmm. but that was not his because all the powers that be owned Owned it still. Yeah. They took away that. Yeah. And what did it take for Nick Cannon to come back on Wild and Out? Apologize. Apologize in a whole damn press tour. Yeah. Now, as much money as these men have, Mm -hmm. they are still controlled by, by the white dollar, the white dollar, yep. and people who own these companies, and I, like they're not truly independent. I'm not now, saying that this, it was wrong to take those deals because what he said is still disrespectful. Yes, it's it's still disrespectful, and you should never say anything like that. Okay, I, I agree a hundred a hundred percent. He's just saying that um, Jewish people in the um, music community are thriving off the lives of black men, basically to that extent. Like they, they, they don't care about blacks killing each other, rapping about what they're ki- killing the blacks. You remember when he said they're profiting off of black crime and shit like that. When it was a Hurricane Katrina, you know the president. George Bush don't care about black people. <laughs> Essentially, he went like deeper. That. He yeah. went deeper, but it was like. And that. guess what? Guess what? <sighs> I'm gonna step out. My must. Y'all might get mad at me, but if I'm a owner of said record label as a black man, mm-hmm. and I know. This dude over here is rapping about this bullshit, but it's getting me my bottom line to making my money. And I ain't gonna care about what the fuck he is saying. Let's be honest and realistic. You mean you don't Most care about not. Most huh? people Most don't. People don't Most people don't. Okay. It's about views. Yes. Yeah. I, if I invested $2 million into said rapper and said rapper is bringing me $10 million a year, what am I caring about? The money, that money, the money. That money. I, I call it the chance the rapper effect. Like when he was talking about drugs and being high all the time and cheating on his girls, he was up. But when he started talking about I love my wife, I love my family, everybody like, oh, he yes. changed or this, that, and the third. He has a social works program and brings back to school supplies and coats for the winter that for the children of Chicago. Money. But Real- nobody hears about that shit unless you're a fan. Like me, <laughs> negativity. Travels. Yes. Yeah. It thrives. It thrives. And I will say this. I I watched the drink most of the drink champs interview, and I agree with most of what Kanye was saying about the music business. He was making a lot of good points, but you also at the same time, unless you are ready to deal with the backlash of it, which it seems like he he is, and if he's a he's a billionaire, he don't give a fuck about losing all these endorsements and all these deals. Because he's just gonna open up Easy, and he's gonna open up have a new album, and he'll do his own thing. But for said little guys. 
that shit don't work for us at all. At all. That shit, he can do shit that we, he can say shit and do things that we can't My do. thing is, the only thing that is like, that I really wanted to bring up this topic is because they don't really have the same energy when it comes to certain things. They that, do. They and, never do. And I know they never will, but, but that's just my rage. I, I just want to just speak my rage about it because I, I don't believe that that should be a thing. I don't, I'm, I'm going to slightly disagree with you on that point. The only reason why I say that is because what was the country singer that got all the backlash? Uh, Morgan. I don't know who that is. Something. Oh, he said nigga. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And all of his shit got canceled. Yeah. And he went on like this long apology tour and he's just not. And this was like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. He's just now getting back into performing. And his first concert was his first concert was, I think, uh, with. I think he did something with Twenty One Savage. Where's Khalifa? Or, he was trying to come yeah. something. He so was that, trying to do some black people. Yeah, but like they literally canceled all of his shit. And what it was was he said it. Somebody videotaped him leaving a bar like outside of his house or something. He's just drunk coming home from a club and he's just screaming "fucking nigger" or some shit like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Canceled all of his shit. The same thing with like you see it all the time with um what was the was it a uh, councilwoman in California or something like that? Oh, in L.A. In L.A. Mm-hmm. Said the baby act like a monkey. Got her fucking shit canceled. Yeah. So She had to step down. So I'm not <laughs> saying it doesn't, it happens. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's just not to the extent where we see like, like artists losing endorsement right. deals and shit yeah. like that because it's happening on maybe a smaller scale. You know what I mean? You're not seeing like a white person going on a rant about hating black people and you know what, y'all not fucking with me and this this and that because that would legitimately would I feel like the, the same thing would happen yeah. with Kanye but you yeah. know what's also hard it's like think about how many things that people could really get canceled for mm-hmm. like, who's gonna police all that everything yeah. like, like anything no but uh, my thing is is like the only thing that I want to have that same amount of weight is when they talk about oh we look like monkeys oh you ghetto or this that and the third or you niggas and this that and the third when you have that same stature up there you're like the musician you I'm said I'm just saying you it, said it, he lost a couple shows but no, he was like all of his shit like, all literally of his shows. everything yeah. so did he get kicked off his record uh, his they his, whatever, his, whatever. his label didn't drop label? Him, but he definitely lost a lot of endorsements like I'm telling you like you didn't see like he was like I, didn't, a, I don't know who he was about. an up and coming like country <laughs> yeah, like he was. he was a big dude mm-hmm. and like once he did that shit like all of his shit fell off like yeah. all of his shit fell off I'm just saying if the man from Tesla who what's his name Elon if Elon come out and say that shit all I of his stocks better deplete I guarantee you better hold well, the same way well, have that happened, same fucking energy huh Look what happened to Papa yeah. John's. Papa John's was always nasty anyway, so but, I don't give a fuck about that man. Just being realistic. <laughs> it, I'm telling you what happens. They literally they literally removed an NBA owner from his, like, blackballed him Donald from Sterling. the NBA. But, yeah, because, because he got caught. But wasn't he, uh, uh, what? Disrespecting the team and saying shit like in front of them about his black he, players. Yeah, he was saying that to them, but he only got in trouble when he got caught saying it. They had they there was multiple people who said he's been doing this regularly, but, but, but he but didn't get caught. It's the same thing. Kanye got caught, so the same thing. He got caught him. saying so, it. So, so go ahead. Right. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say like realistically, you know, look a person like Kanye. Do mm-hmm. we really think everybody that believe in that man gonna cancel him because that person no. said? It's just oh, like gangs. Yes. Blood, you crip. Okay. So some crips somebody's mad at you. Still like, gonna be that's riding cool. with him. There's yeah. some people riding. Yeah. Some yeah. people riding with R. Kelly. Yeah. Right. 
Exactly. It's real. You said his name and I got... (laughs) I tell myself this a lot of times, like, probably every day I reflect on it. You can say life is a lot of things, but you can't say fair. Yeah, that's very true. It's all your perspective. That's why I don't even be... Everything can be equal. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I don't, I, tr- I try my best. I don't get into politics. I don't be really looking yeah, at I what's try to going stay away on from politics. Yeah. the media with celebrities. Like, what does that mean for my life? Right. That's right. all I think about. Yeah. yeah. Does it affect me? Mm-hmm. Does it not? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think okay. Trump and, and Nip Hustle inspired me right. <laughs> the most. Yeah. Nip showed me you can come from the slums and be loved around the world. Mm-hmm. Trump showed me you could be, you know, however you choose to be, be in one of the highest ranking positions in the country yeah. and not be politically correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you right. got to respect it. I don't necessarily know him enough as a person to judge what he do or how well he did, but I can look at him and tell, like, he ain't all there. He ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, he ain't <laughs> all there. Fuck him, but I get what you're saying. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest, back when that, that Donald Trump song came out with Mac Miller, I was slapping that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, man, you wild. I can't. <laughs> but when that Nipsey, when that Nipsey and YG like, came Donald out, Trump. I was like, fuck Donald Trump. Okay, real quick, man, and we, can, we ain't got much time real quick. I want to yeah, talk about all weekend. weekend. Okay. I want to talk about the different events oh, yeah. we had going on this weekend. Um, one was the Culture Fest here at Gas Station Studios. Oh, I didn't send y'all the pictures. Either. And um, Ronaldo was at the Trunk or Treat for, what was it for? Uh, my homegirl, uh, Chanel, invited us out to do a Trunk or Treat. And mm-hmm. she is a director with the Clark County Public Works. Damn, what are they? Um like community centers okay yeah. like she's like she's involved with like all of them you okay. know what I mean so yeah. so uh, whenever I or we donate turkeys for Thanksgiving yep. she's the one I donate them to okay whenever I donate clothes she's the one I give them yeah. shoes I, she sent me a video one time I dropped off two big hefty bags of shoes she sent me a video of the kids going through all my shoes just going crazy yeah. you know what I mean I do that shit all the time right. you know what I mean I don't are these used clothes and shoes and stuff oh, they're my clothes yeah oh, okay. they're, my, they're my like stuff that I'm getting ready to throw out but I don't throw clothes away yeah. I either take them to Goodwill or I'll hit her up and let yeah. know like hey awesome. that, like like these are shit that my boys outgrew like yeah. could you use them She's I got like, a lot course. of baby clothes so she, have to. she'd be the one that she <laughs> okay. for sure gotcha. um, so how was ahead. it um, we'll let you go first. Then we'll it was it was good. I I enjoyed it. You know what I mean. Um, because I was riding solo. My girlfriend, went with me, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? like I said, we hung out all day Saturday. So she came along and she helped out. She was how was that with her, her doing doing doing, doing some podcast up with her? She actually liked it. She yeah. she liked it. Well, it was that and just giving back to the community. Yeah, you know what I mean. So she's about that. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be outside. It was supposed to be a car like. Decorate your cars, yeah. But because of the winds and the weather, um, sorry, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. blame the cold air. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're blaming you. Yeah. So it moved indoors, but we get there, and it's funny. As um, soon as we walk in, Chanel's right there at the front door, like holding her little tablet. Or She's like, hey, guys. So uh, we say it was up to her. We walk in. They got us. Um, they had all these tables set up. So we didn't have to bring a table or anything, but we did stop and get like a tablecloth and stuff. The funny, the one funny thing I will say is because once uh, I asked my girl, she wanted to come. She's got a million questions. You got decoration. Do you got this? Do you got that? You got this. You got that. I'm like, no, like I ain't got none of that. Like I'm just. 
showing up. I'm my guy. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm showing up. Yeah. I'm my so, guy. So, without candy. So, yeah. So, of course, we I got go, cards and candy. I got cards and candy. Let's go. That's what I'm here to pass out. Cards and candy. Keep me pushing. So, no, we stop at the store. We grab a little tablecloth. She wanted to grab some sort of decoration so we've got we got like these little candy buckets yeah but um we get there and there was another table next to us i think it was dignity health and they went all out they had like a they, little they, smoke machine they of course they, they did table. it's dignity health yeah, they, they, had, they be taking like, my money from my health like, insurance this is what y'all doing and so what y'all doing? she's looking at it and she's like see <laughs> she's like see like that's what we should do i told you we should have decorated the cops show up they got a table the damn cops had freaking decorations she's like the damn police got decorations <laughs> and your sad ass table over that's here that's what they used ain't for got nothing but <laughs> ain't got nothing but a, guess what? a table these kids don't care about shit but this candy but this damn candy you know who got six bad candy? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but uh, no, it was good, man. There was, dog, when I tell you, it felt mm. like there might have been 500 freaking kids. That's coming beautiful, through there, though, bro. man. It was so many freaking kids. Yeah. Like, so it started at six. And we could see outside the window because they wouldn't let them in. We could see them lining up outside. I'm like, okay, like, we can see them lining up. When I tell you it was just constantly con like yeah. for from six to about seven thirty, it was a constant line. Like that's it beautiful. didn't stop. We were on our that's feet. We were though. on our feet the whole yeah. time. So and then indoors, like I said, since they moved everything indoors, they had the whole gymnasium decked out with jumpers. Yeah. And they had like all the stuff that was outside, they moved it inside. Okay. Oh, so there cool. was like like three or four different jumpers. They yeah. got like a little hot dog station and stuff like that bro it was actually a really cool event that they put yeah uh, chanel shout out to you and uh clark county and the and your team, center yeah. For that. yeah man y'all did an amazing job it was dope okay cool. well we me and tanisha represented here at the culture fest at the lovely gas station studios in north las vegas nevada um it was it exceeded my expectations about the culture fest so what gas did he invited local politicians out the upcoming mayor of North Las Vegas, um, Ms. Goings Brown came, assemblymen came out, um, council members came out, mm-hmm. local artists came out, um, musicians, artists, rappers, painters were mm-hmm. all here. Vendors who make vendors, things. Yes. Like uh, they make cups. Uh, there was this vendor who makes um, individual like customized cups and shirts yeah. and everything. Like your cup can match your hat and your shirt. <laughs> like yeah. she so, is very creative. Make it envy, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I believe so. LV. Yeah. And then this other guy we met, um, he paints clothes with, um, hand paints clothes. Mm-hmm. And none of his items are the same. None of them. It was one of one creation. One of one creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my mom. My, my mom no sleep. My mom no sleep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's his his company name. Yeah. He's a very unique individual. He's very he, eclectic guy. And yeah. Great guy. We had and, a great conversation. And the way he does his artwork, like he also made a mural on the side of the wall yeah. along with a few other people as well. Right. Like some of the artists were also like they were yeah. rappers and fact, painters. Kamikaze, Kamikaze did a did a um, mural on the back wall. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Kamikaze. He did one. And he, um, he's one of the better rappers at the um. At the cooker that goes down here, go ahead. And it was my first experience at like something that of that magnitude here. Uh, I've been to a few of the cookouts and those were always really fun too. But then they also had the food truck. Mm -hmm. They had the games for the kids and stuff. Even though it was windy, like nothing got shut down. It was real peaceful. And a lot of information was given from politics, giving information in, in our domain for young people and seeing like 
council members come to our section mm-hmm. and not having to meet at city hall that's something that i wish a lot of a lot more politicians right. did because you're coming down to our level and stating things that we understand instead of trying to talk yes. like we don't know shit right. like you're coming down to our level and letting us know that you care about us right. and that was a beautiful thing and I can't wait to the election you had these, these assemblymen council people coming out dog telling us how to come talk to us about getting your business funded like mm-hmm. they were they wanted y'all to come in and say we want to fund y'all ideas in your business come talk to us come sit down with us so we yeah. can get y'all funded we handed had, out uh, cards and everything William McCurdy, who from the West Side, his story is amazing. Yeah. I want to get him on here. Dude didn't get his high school degree until he's 24, got into politics at 26, mm-hmm. and just ran with it from there. And ran with it. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Like, th- these are the people that we met. And I don't think I've ever had that opportunity if it wasn't for what Gas and his wife Tiana are putting on here to Gas yep. Studios. So I want to say shout out to them, man. Keep building what y'all build. I cannot wait for the next Culture Fest. And we've also learned a lot of stuff. Oh, Oh my there God. Too. So much lessons learned. So many lessons learned. So we'll be Our better prepared. Oh. <laughs> you know team, what I'm saying? Team sorry table. Yeah, team sorry table. <laughs> uh, but we have. Wasn't my fault. You know, I'm just kidding. But, but this is our first time exciting. doing this. Yeah. This is our first time doing something like this. So now we know next time. This is what we need to have in place. We need to have this. Banners, this tablecloth, yeah. Yeah. cookies, backdrop, backdrop. Rice Krispie treats yes. with our labels on them. Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> backdrops wouldn't have been great today. Backdrops would not have been it great. It would have flew away. It would have flew away. But like, I want, I want, like, we had a good tablecloth because I had one of those, um, a fitted tablecloth for our yeah. table yeah. so it wouldn't go anywhere. But I want our logo on mm-hmm. this fitted tablecloth. So we don't need a sign. Yes, it automatically says "Killing Time Podcast" right on the table. Right on the table. Yeah. So you see, oh, they're a podcast. I'm a guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, man, that's that's all I had. The Culture Fest next year. Check it out and um, tap in with the Gas Station Studios. Like we said, um, we love you, it here. If you want a podcast done, talk to us. You know what I'm saying with your crew. But yeah, man, that's all I got, man. Is that is that it for the day? I know we had a lot more topics, but this interview was amazing this and much needed. This interview was well needed. Yes, it was a cleanse. Yes, 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 yes. And um, uh, B, go ahead, give out your socials again, man. Thank yes. you for coming through. I appreciate it. And uh, Brandarius Johnson on Facebook, they want ambition on Instagram. Uh, Hey, y'all did a real great job for real, for real. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. I, I could some. I probably rambled on or no, no, no you're no, fine. This was your interview. Yeah. This yeah. was your day. No, this but what info. I, like I'm saying, just it's kind of like practice, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody have those aspirations on going to sit down with Steve Harvey, right? The Breakfast Club, but it's like. This is no different. No. You know what I mean? So. This is a natural cup. Co- this this yeah. is what we, we are a natural conversation. That's what we pride ourselves on. Yeah. We don't edit anything. Like, what we say is what we say. This right. is, we're at the bar. Like, me and you met at the a- Applebee's. Yeah. That's the conversation. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's yeah. the conversation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. This is cool. Y'all real comfortable. Thank you, man. Yeah, we appreciate cool, it. Because I know this is what I need to start doing more. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, man. We appreciate you for coming sitting down with us. So, and when uh, you make that journal, you're going to be back on the show. You know what I'm saying? I got it. And I'm excited and to hear you. What's the name of the book again? Yeah. Uh, Mental Hope. Mental, Mental Hope. Hope. Can you spell Amazon. your name for those people who can't spell your name, by the way? B R A N D A R I U S and then J O H N S O N. Darius Johnson. There it is. Yeah. So hey, buy a hoodie, buy a t-shirt, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your daddy. You know what I'm talking about? Even your kids. Even your kids. Hey, it's the Killing Time crew, and we are out. Peace. Bye.